0: We are back on Hockey Prospect Radio, brought to you by Fractal Hockey Consulting through an integrated series of best business practices. They design solutions for hockey operations and hockey business operations. Continuing to talk to Mike McMahon, College Hockey Insider, please read his sub stack for up-to-date college hockey news. Uh, we're going to continue with our college hockey preview. We're going to go into the NCHC, which I think is like the conference of like black and blue, they just play old school eighties NHL hockey, like the old Norris division. So I love it. Um, anytime I talk to Dave Starman, we both like we're salivating in the same way, just up and down the wing and bang and crash and just some ugly stuff. So out of that group, you know, you got Denver, Minnesota, Duluth, North Dakota, who always gets really great recruits, uh, St. Cloud, Western Michigan, uh, Miami may be the team that's going to have some difficulties. Colorado College, I think, is going to be better. Uh, thoughts on this conference overall, and who's he you thinks going to be like? Kind of like the top three teams that get out of that that street fight that get into you know really are going to be going into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it, it is a dog fight every single night in that league. Uh, I I still think Denver Denver's a top team. You know, when I look at it, I, I think. I know they lost some guys. They're another team that's got to figure out their goaltending situation because Magnus Corona moved on. But uh, they they should still be right near the top. They're always one of the better teams. They've been one of the better teams nationally for the last few years. They should be right there. Uh, North Dakota is improved from where they were last year. Uh, I think, you know, they're right back to where people expect North Dakota to be. So I, I think it starts right there. Uh, and then there's, a again, kind of like with the Big Ten, who's that third team? I think it could be a few. I I think it could be Minnesota Duluth, who, if you look at it and you look at all sort of like the real in-depth analytical data about expected it's, goals and
0: expected wins, it's hard to bet against one the, that. Yeah, yeah, coaching staff. It's and, hard to bet against. And they, that they were coaching one staff.
1: of the unluckiest teams in the country last year. Like, yeah, I, there were so many times where I would them in Providence, where I would watch their games and go, "How are they losing this game? Like they 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 would outplay opponents and just for whatever reason they'd be down three two in the scoreboard." despite the fact that they're outplaying their opponent and and out shooting them two to one. Uh, So they're right there. Uh, I I think, you know, Western Michigan has kind of solidified itself in that second tier tier. They're right there. Uh, I think Colorado college is a team on the rise. They went to the NCHC final last year. Caden Embrenko is one of the top goalies in that league for sure. If not, one of the top goalies in the country, I think their roster is getting better too. That's another one where I really like their staff and, and what they're they've put together and, and what they've started to build there. And, and you you've seen their roster getting better. I think they're going to be a lot more competitive throughout the course of the whole year in that league. They're really competitive down the stretch, obviously, going to the finals and and pushing it really right up to the end there with St. Cloud. Uh and then, you know, there's there's other teams that should be right there in that mix. Like Omaha should kind of be in that mix. I think St. Cloud could be in that mix. Although uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, you know, I think St. Cloud is is. Comparatively speaking, to other years, is gonna be a little bit behind where they were. They're still gonna be a top twenty team in the country, but you know, I, I think they're they're probably not a top ten team, which they had been there for a while. Uh, but it's just it's just because these things are cyclical. I'm, I'm sure yeah. they'll end up back there at some point, uh, you know. But Colorado College is a team that I think could surprise some people in, in the NCHE this year, especially because of the goaltender.
0: Um, St. Cloud and Omaha, in terms of you know, what their potential is there. Is that another team? Are those two universities they look at and may have to sort of alter a little bit how they recruit in terms of having to fight against, you know, the Denver's who always get a lot of some really top-end players? And so obviously so does North Dakota um, and Minnesota Duluth gets recruits because – they're successful and they've been successful for a long time. So do they have to do a little bit more of what maybe Quinnipiac and Providence are doing in terms of how they recruit?
1: Yeah, I I think it's exactly on the same line, right? It's not, it's not as regional as like what, what a Providence or Quinnipiac Quinnipiac's not in Hockey East, but they're still in that New England region. Uh, UMass Lowell, it's not exactly the same because in, in New England, it's a lot more regionalized, but yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why you've seen, you know, Western Michigan and, and Omaha, but especially Western Michigan has been really effective in the portal with the players they've gone and try to get those those transfers that uh, have have gone to some of those schools and maybe it didn't work out and now they get second life at a place like Western Michigan because they're still good players. And yeah. Pat Firstweiler and that staff bring the most out of them. That's the thing that I think Western and, and Omaha too uh, has done a really good job of is, is capitalizing on that type of player in the portal. Because everyone with the transfer portal, everyone was always worried about, well, those smaller schools are going to lose their top players to the bigger schools in the portal, which can happen.
0: Yeah. But you're also getting Wisconsin. Yeah. But you're going to get those players that are on a stacked team. Somebody plays on a third line, really should be playing on a second line. And as if they're a senior, should be playing on a top line, but not going to get it because all of a sudden these kids from the program are coming in to take away ice time. So I'm going to go play someplace else. Right, or and you, that's
1: what I've been saying. Yeah, you know, it's like it's it's one of those deals where Michigan, BU, BC, Minnesota, all these teams—they can bring in as many top six forwards as they want. Only six of them are playing.
0: Yeah, and there's like, only in one no, pocket. in those roles. Yeah, you know, and, there's and there's only there's two power only, play they, units, right? Like, There's so. only
1: so many spots in the power play. So so you can bring in all those guys as freshmen, but at some point in their career, if they're not in that group, they're going to look to go to the portal. And just because they're not in that group at, at Michigan doesn't mean they wouldn't be really effective in that group at a place like Western Michigan. And yeah. that's why I think some of those schools, in particular Western and Omaha, have done a good job of identifying some of those players out of the portal and getting them into their program. Because they and, can say they've been really effective.
0: You're a top line player on my team, and you're gonna get first line power play time. You play yep. the way you yep. play, this is where you're gonna be. It's like so you the opportunities the, there.
1: And and there's not a big gap. I think when you look at the players that are on those, those those BCBUs, Michigans, Minnesota's, there's not a big gap between that second and third line. No, so if there, you're on the there's third almost line none. in Michigan and no, and you're not happy with that playing time and you become a top six player at Western, it's not like you're getting a, a second-tier player. you just it's just it's it's the math of it. It's the mathematics of it. There's only so many spots on, on a team, right? So uh, sometimes it's not even that much of a drop-off, and if at all, so you're getting that – you might not get that player as a freshman because he's going to go to Michigan if he's recruited by Michigan. Uh, but, you know, Western Michigan is a team that can get a second crack at that kid when he goes into the portal because he's played two years at Michigan and he might not be getting the playing time that he thought he was going to get.
0: Other teams in this conference, who do you think has, like, the best goaltending overall? that that could carry a team into the playoffs and through the playoffs.
1: I, I think it's Colorado college. I do. Yeah. I think Marenko's best. I think he's best going in the league. Uh, I, I, I think Ludwig person who transferred from Miami right. to North Dakota can, can be, he was excellent as a freshman. uh, wasn't very good as a sophomore in his junior year. Now that could be, there's a lot of things that could go into that. Obviously, you know, their, their team wasn't doing very well. So there's a lot of components there. Um, but I, I've been very impressed with Embarekko since he since he was a freshman. So I, I think he's uh I think he's the top of that list right now.
0: Yeah, I look at that conference and yeah, I agree. It's hard not to have Denver at number one. Um, it's hard for me to not have not to go. I, mean, I guess it's like an old bias and standby to go like Denver, North Dakota, and Minnesota Duluth. Right. Cause it's hard to bet against that coaching staff and what they do at Minnesota Duluth. But you can't discount the other teams. Like, I don't know what it is, but I kind of have a, a soft spot for that Western Michigan team. You know what I mean? Like, they come to play. So, from that standpoint, which I think that's why I think this conference is one of my favorites in terms of just the way the style and how gritty this conference is. Uh, But we're going to take a break on Hockey Prospect Radio. Uh, In hour two, we'll continue to talk about college hockey preview with Mike McMahon, college hockey insider. So stay tuned for that. And we'll be back right after these important messages.